Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, you can't have New York without sports. And you can't have sports without the fan. Sports Radio Nick Mangold hey. is nice enough to give us a couple minutes. What up, Nick? How you doing, man? Doing great. Yourself? Nick, I'm doing fine. And I guess first things first here. You know, everybody dealing with different elements of this pandemic, you're looking to launch a new business. That aside, what has been like the singular thing for you that has kind of gotten you through this pandemic? Whether it's reading, golf, you know, spending time outside, family time. What has been your saving grace over these last couple months? You know, I think the big thing for me has been uh, family time. I got a long story about golf clubs that I can't get into right now because it would take forever. But uh, So I didn't play a lot of golf, but uh, spending time with family, being outside a lot. Uh, my daughter, I've got four kids. My youngest is uh, about 18 months. Um, I, for some reason, I think she's hated me out of the womb. Uh, but, you know, over this time with uh, my wife taking over the schooling duties, um, you know, it gave us a chance to bond, and I think she, you know, relatively likes me now. So I think that's the best thing that could ever come out of this stuff. Uh, that's certainly great to hear. And listen, now you're becoming a little bit of an entrepreneur, which is not the least bit surprising. You were always the, uh, the mind, the spirit, you name it, on that offensive line. So let me ask you, Nick, when you get into the barbecue business, what gave you this inspiration to all of a sudden go from being on the field Cracking skulls is a center, and now you're looking to do some good and put together a damn good barbecue sauce in the process. Take me through what you were going through. 
Yeah, so uh, when my first son was born uh, nine years ago, I wanted to help out around the house, you know, however I could. And uh, so that became the, the job of cooking. Um, and so I started cooking and it just grew and grew from there. You know, football is so regimented. They tell you where to go, uh, what to do, how to do it. Um, and cooking is so creative. Um, I think it gave me an outlet uh, to find a little bit of creative side. And so we had a uh, a assistant offensive line coach, uh, Ron Heller, come in, um, and he's a certified barbecue judge in Montana. And he taught me the ways of barbecue probably almost six years now, five or six years ago. And so I got sucked in, and I, I fell in love with it. And I, I got tired of buying sauces at the store. I said, you know what, I bet – um, you know, I'm pretty decent in the kitchen. I bet I can come up with something better. Uh, so I started working on it. Uh, I've been working on it for probably the past three or four years. Um, and then when I got done playing, you know, I, I spent all my time um, as an entertainer in, in the sports world. Um, I've never actually created anything. So, um, you know, it gave me an opportunity to, to create something, to, to be able to spread the joy of barbecue to people. Um, and so it, it's been a lot of fun. It's, we've been, we started the process about a year and a half ago. Um, you know, it stinks that uh, we were ready to launch uh, right as the pandemic hit. Um, but, you know, we're powering through. We're going to call it our soft opening. Um, and hopefully by the time grilling season opens up next year, we're going to be rocking and rolling. And, Nick, I think it's incredible that you guys are giving back to our police officers, our firefighters, Port Authority, police, EMS. What gave you that inspiration to help out that sentiment of people that obviously needs help during this time? Yeah, so um, we're teamed up with Answer the Call. A uh, portion of the proceeds of everybody sold is, is going to go to them. I've been teamed up with them almost six or seven years now. Uh, they're a fantastic charity that uh, helps out families of uh, fallen first responders. Um, and so, you know, we've been together. This gives me an opportunity to not only lend uh, my beautiful smiling face, um, but I get to make a, a monetary contribution as well. So uh, to continue to help them uh, with the good work they do. Nick, I got to ask, is a guy who's like trying to grow out the beard for like the last two, two and a half months that finally abandoned ship, it's just getting way too hot. So I got to know, when is the last time Nick Mangle was like rocking around with like short hair and like a clean shaven look? That I got to, got to know. Oh, clean shaven look's been years. Uh, short, hair, <laughs> I chopped, um, short hair, I chopped my hair off. Um, I want to say it was around, it was like one of the World Cups because I remember getting a, a jersey from the U.S. soccer team. Um, and I, I gave it to, the, I think, Pantene Locks of Love or whatever whatever that hair is. Um, and so that was the last time it was crazy short. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's funny going through this quarantine. You know, I, I've gotten uh, – I never used one before, but uh, when Fitzpatrick was here, he turned me on to using a barber for the beard. Um, and so uh, not being able to go see him, uh, I looked pretty gnarly there for a while. Oh, I believe it. Now, who has the better beard, Nick Mangold or Ryan Fitzpatrick? When they're flowing every which way, who's got the better beard, bro? Um, his is so much more manicured. You know, I, I sit there and, you know, my whole beard thing started uh, back in my rookie year. Um, you know, I used to trim and, and do it myself. And, you know, once the season started, I was just so gosh dang tired that I didn't even want to deal with it. So I put the clippers away and said, you know, I'll cut it after the season. And so just from there, you know, growing it out every season, it just got more wild and um, crazy. And uh, so I, I think I went on the crazy, bushy, ridiculous side. He looks he he's got that like um, union general, like perfect manicured beard, ready to go fight in the Civil War um, look to him. We got the former Old Pro Center, one of the best Jets I think of the last decade. Nick Mangold he joins us here on the fan and Nick. 
I go back to your draft, the year you came into the league, alongside Shaw Ferguson. You know, that was the draft of Vince Young and Reggie Bush and Matt Leiner and all these, like, sexy skill position players. And I remember watching that draft with a bunch of Jeff fans, and when the Shaw pick was made, it's like, oh, we didn't get Reggie, or we didn't end up getting Matt Leiner. And if you look at it, you and Shaw are probably two of the best draft picks the Jets have made over the last, like, decade or so. So, like, take me through that period, getting drafted, being alongside the brick, being two first-round offensive linemen, and then basically sticking with the Jets for a decade. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was something really cool. We met uh, first at the Senior Bowl um, and just kind of hit it off there and then, um, you know, got together again at the Combine. Um, and so as I'm watching the draft, and I actually missed the first couple of picks of the draft because it was out golfing. Um, and so, you know, I never, I didn't even, it, it didn't dawn on me until I think the next day that Brick and I were drafted together. Um, and it was just really awesome to be able to have somebody um, to go through the same process um, that, you know, we could be together. We, we've seen each other grow up from end of college um, through all the life's craziness for the past 2006, 14 years. Um, and so it's something really special, and it's it's awesome that uh, you know I get to be associated with the the brick and Nick. Your Jet career, your first year, you're in the playoffs. Then there's a little bit of roster turnover. Then you get Brett Favre. We know how that season ends up. But then Rex Ryan comes in, and Nick, you're a different kind of cat, which I respect. You got personality to you. You got a little swag to you. And then you got Rex coming in. He's proclaiming you guys are the best. You guys got the best defense. And you guys really took on the personality of your head coach. Is that fair to say when Rex came in, he kind of upped the sort of swag level and the confidence level that you guys had uh, amongst yourselves? Yeah, he definitely did. And I think at the same time, we knew we had a bunch of great players. Um, And I think the biggest thing, you know, Rex's style, which worked out great for us in those early years, was you know you you wanted to play because when you did say those outlandish things in the media, um, you know you didn't want to let him down. Um, you know he was such a, a, a good coach and a, a way a motivator. Um, you know when he says we're going to go out there and we're going to run the ball fifty times, um, you know you wanted to be able to pound it enough that we could run the ball fifty times. So um, I, I think uh, you know it was it was something that it's just kind of magical and uh, you know pretty disappointed that we didn't get to finish the job. Well. Your second year going to the AFC title game, the game that probably is the best win for the Jets, Nick, over the last 15 to 20 years, is that win at Gillette Stadium. How much did it mean to you and that team after what happened Monday night, Rex burying the football, the the no-show on that game? A month later, you guys go up there, belly of the beast, it's Brady, it's Belichick, and everybody's doing the jet dance. You guys are celebrating left and right. Like, when you think of the times you had in a jet uniform, is that the most special win you can think of? Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely It was something that was uh, very special, you know, as you said, going back to, you know, the way that we didn't even show up to the game on Monday night. Um, you know, to be able to come back in there when not a person, uh, I think, in the country was giving us a chance uh, and to be able to pull it out um, was a pretty awesome feeling. What was the better team, Nick? I know there are a lot of similarities, but there are a couple of differences. The first team that went to the AFC title game, second team that went to the AFC title game. I think the second team. I think uh, Mark having a little experience under his belt was a big help. Um, you know, I, I think that easily um, – you know, the way we ran the ball in the first team was amazing. But I think overall, 
um, that second AFC Championship team uh, was was pretty special. Well, I agree with you there. And, you know, that second year, Nick, when you guys beat the New England Patriots, I thought for sure you were going to find your way to the Super Bowl. Do you think that there was a sentiment of guys within your locker room that overlooked the Pittsburgh Steelers? Or was it, you know, the idea of just getting off to a slow start? Was it more hangover from Patriots win? Or is it the idea of, all right, the Steelers are really good and you just can't spot a team like that at 23, 24 nothing lead? Yeah, you know, I think there's probably a combination of both. I think, you know, a little bit of a hangover, but then at the same time, you know, we're just giving them up, giving points away in that first half. And I always joke that, you know, if we played uh, the first half against the Colts and then the second half against um, the Steelers, we would have been in a Super Bowl if we could have just combined those two. No, you would have been. And I got news for you, Nick. If you guys get that stop, and I'm sure you remember the play, it was a third and seven, a little-known receiver at the time by the name of Antonio Brown makes a big play for Pittsburgh. With the way you guys came back in games in the fourth quarter that year, Lions, Browns, Texans, you guys had some unbelievable fourth quarter comebacks. I think if your offense gets the ball there and gets a chance, I think you guys win that game. Yeah, you know, I've talked to a bunch of guys that were on that Steelers team, and we always joke, they were like, yeah, if there was another three minutes in that game, uh, they definitely would have lost. And so, you know, that's disappointing um, that we put ourselves in such a hole. Um, but, you know, it, I'm glad that we at least continued the fight um, through the end. As far as losses go, does the Steeler loss bother you more or is it the Colt game from the year before? Um, you know, I think they're both terrible. Um, I think to see Peyton do what Peyton does best um, and kind of rip your heart out as, after we had the lead at halftime was tough. Um, and then, you know, to put ourselves in such a hole but keep fighting, that was tough. Um, I think the biggest you know, disappointing part is that after back-to-back AFC championships, um, not to sniff the playoffs again, uh, it was pretty, you know, I, it, you struggle with that one because, you know, you think it's, it's always going to last and it doesn't. And I got news for you, Nick. It was stunning to watch it from afar. You guys had this tight-knit group. You guys were terrific on the offensive line. It looked like Mark Sanchez was like coming of age as a quarterback. Um, what was the biggest difference? As a guy who was there in the good times, there in the bad times, what was the biggest difference 2009, 2010 to like the next year, the year after that, where the team started to deteriorate? Yeah, you know, you look at 2011, 2011, we were still pretty close into it. Um, you know, it was, um, but I think, you know, from where we went from 2000, um, you know, you look at team in 2008, but, you know, obviously we didn't have Brett Farr, but then um, carry that team through. Uh, we got a lot younger as the years went on. Um, and, you know, it's difficult. I, I think Rex's system works best with a veteran team. Um, you know, it, it's more of a, a team policing policy. Um, where you know younger guys, um, if they don't have the uh, the threat, of the fear of God in them, um, you know they can kind of run amok a little bit. And so, um, you know that's kind of where we struggled. Um, and it was just it was disappointing. We didn't get the talent in that we needed. Uh, we didn't play very well. So it was a combination of a lot of things. Nick Mangle, the All Pro Jet Center, he joins us here on the Fan. And Nick, your career over a decade, couple All Pro appearances, bunch of Pro Bowls. And one uniform. You see it now in the NFL. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Tom Brady's wearing a Buccaneer jersey. Uh, Peyton Manning wore a Bronco jersey. That's got to be really, really special for you to go start to finish in a Jet uniform. Does that mean a lot? Yeah, it definitely does. And definitely factored in the way that uh, 
the way that I wanted to retire, um, you know, after getting cut from the Jets uh, and bounce around getting healthy, uh, trying to make my decisions of what I wanted to do, um, you know, it came down to the fact that I wanted to be remembered only as a Jet and, and not, um, you know, a one-off where I play one year somewhere else. Well, I got news for you, Nick. I think you're a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. Is that something you have thought about? I mean, I look at you all pros. I look at the amount of times you're in the Pro Bowl. To me, you were hands down the best or one of the best at your position. Have you thought about the Hall of Fame? Um, no, not really. You know, I, I think about it when, when I get asked the question. But other than that, um, you know, I've, I've tried to live my life where, uh, you know, I, I only worry about the things that I can change. And, um, you know, I played uh, to the best of my abilities. And now uh, it's not up to me. It's up to other people. Um, I think it would be an amazing honor. It would be a, a huge, um, huge thing that I, I would, you know, it I, words can't even describe what it would mean. Um, but since I can't control it, uh, I'm not going to worry about it. Nick, when it comes to your current team or your former team that you're always a part of, let's be honest, might as well be your current team, the Jets, you feel like they're in good hands with Sam Donald as their quarterback? Yeah, I really like Sam. I like the uh, head on his shoulders. Um, you know, he's kind of a no-nonsense type of guy. Um, you know, he's, he's the thirst for the offense is, is fantastic. Um, and so... You know, as long as it keeps growing, um, you know, everyone looks at last year. You know, it was the first year in Gase's system, uh, and he goes out and gets mono. So uh, you kind of put behind the eight ball there. Um, unfortunately, in year two, uh, we have a global pandemic. Um, so, you know, that's going to make it a little tricky as well. So it's going to be, I think, even as a whole, not just Jets-specific, but even as a whole, the NFL, um, if they're able to play, uh, is going to be an interesting season. Nick, final one before we get you out of here. You competed against two of the best to ever play the position. You beat both of them in a postseason game, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. When it's all said and done, when you're telling your kids, your grandkids about your years in the NFL, who are you going to say is the greatest quarterback you ever played against? Uh, You know, I would love to say Peyton because uh, I think we're relatively friendly. Um, (laughs) The way Tom's been able to do it um, for so long and get the success at the highest level, you know, six times over, that um, you can't discount that at all. Nick Mangold, former All-Pro Center. I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. So, Nick, for anybody who's looking to buy your barbecue sauce, and I know I want some, man, whether I'm growing up some ribs, whether I'm putting on some chicken, whatever the case may be, where can we get a hold of some of this OG BBQ sauce? Because I want some, dude. Yeah, so you go to uh, 74BBQ.com, and 74 is spelled out. Um, so 74BBQ.com, you can buy it online. Uh, we'll, we ship everywhere, so um, we have uh, we should be uh, we've been a little bit behind in uh, production, but I think we're being restocked uh, later this week, uh, or no, we're into this week, so next week, um, and so we should be rocking and rolling for Fourth uh, of July. Tremendous stuff, bro. Appreciate a couple minutes, and Nick. The next time I have you on the show. I'm getting that golf club story out of you. I know you didn't want to go there, but the next time you come on the show, bro, we're getting into that golf club. I want to know what happened, it's, all right? It's just too long, and they, so you're going to have to block off a whole segment for that. Oh, right, here we go. So basically, it's got to be golf club with Nick Mangold. I'm in on that, bro. Listen, we'll make it happen. Perfect. Continued success, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, all right? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. There you have it. Good stuff there, Nick Mangold, who to me is a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. Tremendous, tremendous career with the New York Jets. We've got a lot more to do. Get aboard 877-337-6666. It's JJ Jansky-Stremsky. We're right here on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.